100 years ago, early on a dark Christmas morning, Swedes from neighborhoods all over the city gathered in this place. Under this same dome, bundled against the cold, some walked, some took the streetcar, some drove in the darkness through the still sleeping city to the Swedish tabernacle on Pike Street. Here to light candles at Ulata and sing very solemnly and very, very, very slowly the words of an old Swedish Christmas hymn, which you sang earlier and you sang much too fast. <laughs> A song many of them had sung as children in the darkness on many Christmas mornings in state Lutheran churches and little mission houses all over Sweden. And that was only the first verse. <laughs> there were at least a dozen of them. Someone told me a story about a Swedish family in Ballard in those days who never missed a Yulata at the Swedish Tabernacle. And they overslept Christmas morning. They turned on the radio. And the service was broadcast live in those days. And they heard the congregation starting to sing the first verse of our Helsa Schöne Morgenstund. And they quickly got dressed, crank started their Model T, and drove in the darkness downtown from Ballard. And they got up Pike Street 
They walked into church and they found a pew and the congregation was still singing Varhelsa Schöne Morgenstund, just starting the last verse. True story, or, or so I am told. All those yawning, sleepy Swedes, having, having been up late Christmas Eve eating Lutfisk and Sill and Chutbuller and Korv and Limpa and Spritz and Peppercocker and Fruchtsuppe and freshly baked cardamom braid, all washed down with strong black coffee, now lit candles against the cold darkness until the reassuring light of another Christmas morning came through the windows in the balcony. A soft, warm glow through stained glass lilies, evoking those ancient words from the Gospel of John about the mystery of the Incarnation. The light still shines in the darkness. And the darkness has never overcome it. The darkness has never put it out. The word, the story, the beloved old song became flesh and lived among us, full of grace and truth, and we have seen his glory. The Swedes gathered under this dome clung to those words, as did generations of Christians before them, among them a few Norwegians. They lit candles in the darkness until light came through the windows, and then it was Christmas again. Good Yule. Our day of joy is here again. That's why we are all here tonight to look for light in the darkness. Yes, nostalgia brings us. Sacred memory brings us. Cherished cultural traditions bring us. But bottom line, most of us are here because we are looking for light. We're looking for hope in a sometimes dark and hopeless world. Tradition assures us that though life can be merciless, others have walked the road before us, that things did not start with us, that we are not alone, that God came into the darkness, that God still comes into the darkness. We are reminded that a loving and merciful and just God hides in plain sight and waits to be discovered by us in the midst of life. So we look for light, and we sing songs in a language that is reassuringly strange and familiar all at the same time. On many Christmas mornings in my own childhood at my little church in the Skagit Valley, my cousin and I would swallow our laughter as the choir sang, Listener, listener, have du hang the song and 
Lyssna, lyssna, ära vare Gud. Listen, listen, hear the angel's song. Listen, listen, glory to God. In our kids' translation, we heard, Lefsa. Lefsa. Herring and lasagna. Lefsa. Lefsa. Herring tastes so good. At another Yule Fest here at First Covenant Church many years ago, uh, the Reverend Carl H. Peterson, an old Swede with a wonderful sense of humor, welcomed everyone in the Swedish language. Of the more than a thousand people in the sanctuary that day, and in the balcony as well, a handful stood up. And then Reverend Peterson smiled and told the rest of us in English, I just said, if you understand Swedish, please stand up. <laughs> My point is this. This is wonderful. It's glorious. Thank God for our heritage. But it's not just Swedish that brings us here. It is not only looking back that brings us here, but looking ahead with anticipation and eagerness at the mystery of God with us, the story of a God who walked among us, whose tears have fallen on our earth, as the Swedish theologian Gustav Vingren says. The mind-boggling, nonsensical idea of a God who believes in us more than we believe in God. Think about that. A God completely out of reach, who chose to empty himself into our humanity. The abstract became concrete. Someone you can touch. Word became flesh. The God who was out of reach reached out to us. This God becomes flesh in every culture and tradition and has a particular love, whatever the tradition, wherever the place, for the bruised and the broken, those in lonely exile, the hopeless, the forgotten, the last, the lost, the least. This God came looking for us and still comes looking for us, for you and for me. In the dim light of a manger, hidden in the cries of a poor young woman giving birth in the darkness of the early morning, God became flesh and blood for us, every last one of us. And that's the mystery that brought us here tonight. And everyone who looks for this light will find it. We look back tonight not just to lose ourselves in a nostalgic past. We also look ahead to the path before us through darkness to light. Remembering what has been, remembering and hearing the stories, 
we are filled with hope. Santa Lucia was martyred under the Roman Emperor Diocletian. She brought light and hope and food to refugees who were hiding for their lives. Lucia went into the caves, into places as dark as death. Well, now it is ours to carry that light into the world. Tonight we remember, yes, but having remembered, we take the light and the hope of Christ out of this place, looking forward to that time when the long night will finally end. Carry that light with you tonight. Amen.